Welcome back to Retail Therapists. I'm Sydney. And I'm Karina. So we have finally hit this lovely time of year in fashion where we have finally seen like what's fully to come in the upcoming season. So, you know, we've done our past episodes where we've like debriefed about runway shows. You saw that for our New Year's special. And now we've had like the fall winter shows um this in this past February. And the groundwork has really been laid for the upcoming seasons, which is just so amazing. And not only that, we've gotten to witness um just incredibly iconic fashion within Fashion Week, both on and off the runway in street style. And I'm just I'm just excited. And it's like, it doesn't matter what coast it's on. It's like New York City, LA. There's always something happening. Yes, absolutely. I was a huge fan of the fall 2022 shows this year because I liked some of the spring collections, but I wasn't like, oh my gosh, kind of fawning over them. Like there was definitely some looks and definitely some brands that I was adoring. But for the most part, I was kind of like, not disappointed but I just wasn't excited about it and the fall 2022 shows were amazing like I was such a big fan of the Valentino show I uh, I just kind of loved that they did the magenta fuchsia just bright pink and black and there was like no difference it was like so simple yet they gave so many different designs and I've definitely been noticing that monochrome look just across the globe like it's just been kind of a look especially with like blazers and like suits and like all that kind of thing I don't know what have you been noticing I feel like there's really been like a turning of the leaf for a lot of brands where they stop feeling like they have to show every kind of like every facet and every side of their brand and instead they go into the like I don't know the true like brand identification of their brand while having like a consistent color palette I feel like a really good example of that it can be like blue marine or a Christian Cowan I have no idea if I'm saying that right but anyways (laughs) it's like the the general silhouette is always there whether it's like the blue marine b b icon on the belt or on um a hairpiece or for Christian Cowan it's kind of like these um I don't know what like the best word is but it's bell sleeves bell sleeves and bell bottoms for christian cowan for sure it's like there's always kind of like a high neck moment and it's a little bit of a nod to 60s mod or even like i've seen it's kind of just like a general nod to vintage in general i feel like because there's some kind of juxtaposition of like the 2000s with the 90s which i think is kind of interesting i feel like there's some things in there that are definitely like distinctly 2000s like the um bedazzled shirts and that sort of thing but I don't know like that's what I've noticed like for decades for sure with brands yeah I've definitely been noticing like you said a lot of y2k and 90s influence I mean we know low rise is coming back I feel like crop tops are getting shorter the camis are coming back too so I definitely see what you're saying with that um another thing I've been noticing too is that not only is it like low-rise Y2K 90s, I've also been seeing a lot of 70s influence, which, I mean, you guys know I love the 70s and I feel like I always talk about it, but I've been noticing, especially in LA and across the West Coast, which not to say it's not in New York, because, I mean, we definitely see those are kind of like the two fashion capitals of the U.S., but I've been noticing a lot of flared or bell-bottom or wide-leg which I think is going to be a trend throughout the summer. I don't know if you agree, but. I 
I definitely think so. I think that the 70s, there's a lot of, like, I don't know, there's a lot of playing done with a the silhouette there. So I think that in somewhere like LA, where I feel like the climate isn't as, like, sensitive, you know? Right. Like, in New York, it's just freezing a lot, majority of the All year. All the time. <laughs> so, like, in LA, you know, there are the days where it's, like, 60 degrees, so you can, like, throw on a pair of pants and a top, and you're just good to go. You don't need to put, like, something over that, you know? So the 70s is really, I don't know, it's quite good for that. And, of course, I don't know, I feel like when you think of the 70s, you don't really think of, like, winter. No, I definitely always think of summer. It's, like, camis and high-waisted shorts or, you know, like, whatever it is. And with that, too, I've been noticing the trend of cowboy boots, which I've been seeing a lot in fashion. I feel like I've also seen it in a couple shows. I can't remember which brands they were. and I should try to find a picture of something. But I've been seeing a lot of cowboy boots, and I've been seeing it in New York and L.A. So it's kind of interesting that it is a coast-to-coast thing. I mean, and it's always in the South, too. So it's kind of interesting that we're seeing that because I don't necessarily associate one decade with it other than the 70s but I don't know there's not like one decade I think like cowboy boots has been in for sure I think I would when I think of like cowboy boots and fashion definitely what comes to mind is like Jeffrey Campbell's those like kind of green metallic cowboy boots because they're you know they're more fashionable than like going to like a boot barn you know so (laughs) you're not you know you're not gonna like you're it's not something you'd find just about anywhere I think it's like but it's also and I would say there like maybe that example the Jeffrey Campbell boots I think that that is something that is like transcends coasts I think it's really just like fashion in general I think especially with Instagram it's almost like some of these people they literally like are going back and forth between the coast because of how like you know influential they are like I don't know I'm just thinking about people that I'm trying to think of someone who comes to mind that like I see on in LA and New York and LA and New York yeah there's no one I, f- I feel like everyone like almost in a way like picks a coast they're like it is like I represent LA or I represent New York almost like a little feud like I'm not necessarily saying like because I love both I feel like so like they're both completely different but I feel like I never see like one like tiktoker or instagram person like picking like both i feel like it's always one or the other yeah but there's like i feel like celebrities don't usually pick one or the other either. no you know like i don't know i would say i'm trying to i'm like it's like on the tip of my tongue it's i i mean i could use like just about anyone as an example but like right now like kim kardashian's coming to mind because she's oh for sure she's like she's just everywhere and it's both, <laughs> she is everywhere. It's, both, it's both like okay good for you kim and it's also like i really don't care well like, you have to think too now she's dating pete so she is back and forth between <laughs> new york and LA. exactly exactly like la you could say la is her home base you could say la is yeah. her home base and then you could say that like new york is her current travel des- destination <laughs> yeah it's like well, because, I mean, she was just on the cover of Vogue. I mean, you know, you got to be in New York for that. For sure. Oh, my gosh, so. yes. I did just get my new – that was a thick book, too. If you just got the newest or latest edition of Vogue, that was a thick edition. It was so heavy when I picked it up. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that, and I also just got my Vogue tote. It just came, and I'm like, guys, it's March. It is March. I was wanting this quite a while ago. But, you know, I can't complain because now I have it. 
it's worth the wait. It's definitely worth the wait. Oh, for sure. So I'm curious, Karina, when you think of LA and New York, what's like the main difference or some like bold differences that you think of with fashion? Like, how do you differentiate the two? LA has a certain, it's very delicate. I feel like it's like the fabric in general, like essence of it, it's all very delicate and it's not very like industrial or anything like that whereas I think New York is very industrial with like maybe with more dark colors more heavy fabrics like wool and because it's functional first off you know obviously and then I think of um people using kind of like grommets and like more like metal features in their fabric for for New York which you know might have something to do with the fact that it's like a you know concrete jungle whatever like the city (laughs) of course so and I don't know. I think LA is a little bit more like sp- has a more spread out feel where there's like more patches of actual nature. So, yeah, I totally see that. I mean, that was like a perfect answer. That was wow. Um, but yeah, I think also too, when I think of New York, I feel like I don't know if maybe it's just because like I'm like, oh, it's right across the ocean or whatever. But I always think that maybe it has to maybe a little bit more of like a European influence with like layering or when it comes to accessorizing with, like, gloves and scarves and hats, I definitely notice, like, more Parisian influence when it comes to New York or, like, Italian. And, yeah, I noticed that. And, like you said, more of the layering, which definitely has to do with the seasons. And I think L.A. too, there's definitely a different type of vibe with, like you said, material. When I think of it, it's not as heavy. It's not as dark. It's a lot lighter which, again, I think is more fitting to the seasons and the climate and, like, the overall environment. Yeah. Yeah, when I think of LA, I mean, I really do think of, like, you know, 70s. I also think of, like, kind of, like, a classic sense of glamour where, like, it's more, you know, obviously because of Hollywood, but, like, you know, old Hollywood. And I I don't know. I think what comes – and, you know, some people, like, say nowadays, like, oh, LA is chuggy. LA is this. LA is that. It's, like, too many, you know, it's overpopulated, too many influencers. It's, like, saturated You could say that about New York, though, overpopulated and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could say the same things, but I think with L.A., it's, like, L.A. has lost its touch. Or it's, like, all of these different things, which I think is kind of interesting because you can say the same thing about the fashion of L.A., too. You know, it's, like, I feel like in some ways New York will never really go out of style, but maybe you know New York fashion will ever go out style but maybe LA fashion has yeah I think that is an interesting perspective to put on it for sure I don't know I feel like with LA it's interesting because when I think of New York too I think a little bit more of like fancy classy glamour which you said like you think of like the old Hollywood glamour which I totally see in LA but when I think of New York too I'm thinking of Everyone is always in a blazer and dress pants and heels and boots or whatever. And LA, I feel like they play with a little bit more of the casual aspect of it. So they can make an outfit, you know, look more glamorous, but it has more of the casual aspect to it. And, you know, that makes sense a lot because if you think about it, it's in close proximity to um, Silicon Valley. And, I mean, oh, yeah. you know, like the tech industry. And, I mean, I mean, that's not to say, like, L.A. doesn't have, like, its own, like, tech house within it. But, like, it's still, like, you know, it's not, it's no Bay Area. 
um, for for, sure. in, in that sense. And I mean, I think tech companies are known for really having like a pretty le- lenient um, dress code. Yeah, no, that definitely is interesting. I think that's too, like you said, with thinking about that now, New York is like, when I think of it, I think of like business attire, that kind of thing. Like everyone has the job to go to. So I, you got Wall Street. Yeah, you got Wall Street. Yeah. And I also, I think of like Broadway and casting calls and like, you always have to be ready for like an opportunity. Not to say I'm in LA, but that's definitely more what I think of about New York. Well, it's the whole like every day is, uh, is every day is an audition type mindset, I think, in New York. And I think you could say that because it's the, you know, the appeal of there, you might know, like, maybe you feel like, I, I, I could be totally off about this, but it's like, you know, where you are, everything's in close proximity. You're taking like all of these like public transports that are like central and used by so many people. So like you could see anyone, you could, you know, anything could happen really. Whereas in LA, just like the general like concept of it, it's a lot more spread out. You drive places, you don't, there's not really like um solid public transport there. So sure. it's like, it's in some ways it's almost like, the ex- expectation of seeing someone you know, unless it's, like, through work or something like that, or it's planned, is low. Yeah, for sure. So it's a I kind do of have... concept. Oh, sorry, like, totally cut you off. <laughs> no, you're good. I was just saying it's kind of an interesting concept of, like, maybe it's because of the way these cities have quite literally been planned. It influences the fashion of them. For sure. Yeah, definitely. And something, too, more on, like, the trend style of it. I've, like I said earlier, I've been noticing bold monochrome colors, which again, I've been seeing more of in New York because I feel like people are now playing with that business attire. And I think it too even might come after like COVID and being out more and like upright and bubbly and all this stuff. I am seeing like fuchsia colored, you know, what am I trying to say? Like power suits almost, you know what I mean? Like I'm seeing bright colors like purples and blues and it's like model wear but to like work I don't know I've been noticing that a lot more with New York and again that comes from like the glamorous like ready to go style um and with LA though I have been noticing more layering which is more of like a New York thing to me but it's more like you said delicate layering and with like lighter fabrics and patterns definitely and I know you mean with the bold colored suits like definitely thinking Mm -hmm. like Elle Woods and that sort of thing and I feel like that might be come come from a sense of like like from after the pandemic kind of like a sense of longing like longing to be like almost like what you want to be seen like you're excited to get dressed for work and so hence you're kind of showing that through your wardrobe I also think that you know fast fashion giants like Zara have like really perpetuated like oh for sure like here's this here's like this whole like matching set and I mean sure it looks fabulous in theory but it's also like when some of those colors they like might fade fade out trend wise and like you might stop to like you might not you know keep liking them which is like a little bit stressful for me that's why I've kind of shied away from the matching sets however I do really like them you look so put together when you wear one so I'm like I kind of want one I just don't know yet it's very difficult I do love a matching set moment but I usually go for it more not in a winter way I do it more in the spring when I'm thinking top and bottom so I do love like a cute tank and a skirt set or like something like that so it's usually for me with less layering but I know some people do like to layer up and they want a monochrome look which again looks very put together 
but that's typically not what I go for. I typically have lighter layering. Um, and speaking of that too, with layering, overalls. Overalls have been coming back and I've been seeing it in LA and New York. And like, like I said, it's different accessorizing. So when I see like overalls in New York, I see like a cardigan over it or a blazer over it. And in LA, I'm seeing like bandanas and, you know, lots of like gold chunky jewelry. So definitely playing with the two like coastally. Yeah, I mean, in LA, it's like you wear the overalls, you can throw a bikini under it, and you're good for the day, realistically. The bikini becomes a layering piece in that. And I mean, I feel like I've even seen people do, like, overall bikini, and then, like, kind of like a cover-up, like, long button-up type situation. So that way, it's Mm -hmm. a little bit, like, I don't know, more polished or something. And then, yeah, it's exactly like you said, for sure. So, and another thing, too, was... um. I'm trying to think of like the way what like what's it called like the um like the workman's button down I'm it's cur- I like I'm so interested in how it is like kind of executed on both coasts like do you know what I mean like those huge yeah pinstriped like, you know um button down t-shirts I see it you know open in LA with like shorts and like a white tank or bodysuit and some gold jewelry and then I see it over in New York and it's executed like totally differently with like leather mm-hmm. pants or you know just like black bottoms so it's like totally different yeah you know you mentioning like kind of like workwear that reminds me of like I remember there was a point in time when Emma Chamberlain was wearing a lot of Stan Ray when she lived in LA and like Stan Ray they're known for like carpenter pants they did a collaboration with Marc Jacobs that was like a cargo skirt and you know they did do like a workwear jacket I remember it now and I'm just thinking about like I feel like in New York it's like you're you're very much so like you're relying on your jacket I, this, is gonna, okay, wait, this is gonna sound weird hear me out you're relying on like the jacket to kind of pull together the whole outfit but everything that's going on underneath it might look weird but then you put on the jacket and it's complete so even like the workwear jacket might be going under the actual like winter coat which is like probably just like a black kind of trench style jacket or golden you know a, yeah golden, no, let's, let's hope not or like a black puffer jacket and yeah. you know are you from New York even? Do you have a black, big black puffer jacket? New York gives you know. me a lot of, like, Aritzia vibes. Definitely. Which LA has some of, but definitely not as much. Like, LA it is, is the leather jacket and put together off-model duty look. LA is, like, the pastel side of Aritzia. And then New yes. York is the rest <laughs> of Aritzia that is, like, white, black, and any other darker tone like color. Brown. Yeah. Exactly. Definitely. I still have yet to invest in the Molina pants and I really want to. But now that it's like rolling in a spring, I'm like, do I get them or do I have to save my money for something else? I don't know. I'm indecisive. We still have like a little bit of a ways before it gets totally warm. But yeah, I was going to say, I think you still have time to probably yeah. get the heck out of them. You're so like, you'll use them, Sydney. Don't worry. You will. You will. So, okay. When you are accessorizing, do you feel like you do... Okay, I'm curious more because there's a lot of, like, maximalism now with layering and colors and patterns. When it comes to that for you, how do you execute it? Like, what do you maximize in your outfit if you do even? Well, I would say... 
I mean, I don't know. I think I'm a maximalist in general, but it's like not in like pattern or any like in or you do love layering. Yeah, I do. I (laughs) I would say it's like texture. I I maximize texture and jewelry for the most part. I I would say, you know, jewelry isn't as frequent as texture. I would say, but I still do like doing it. Like right now, I'm literally wearing like three or four necklaces. I think so. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I do love my layering. Um, How about you? What do you maximize, Sydney? Well, I don't typically maximize, which is something I want to do more of because I love seeing it, like, in summer wear. Um, So I'm definitely going to have to play around with it. But when it comes to maximizing, I do love it with jewelry, like, with rings. I don't have a lot of rings right now, but I do, like, I will put on 40 of them if I can. Like, I love it. Same with bracelets. Again, I want to do the bangles look. I'm here for it this summer. Like, I'm going to do that. Um, But other than that, I feel like I maximize more when it comes to patterns. Like I said, I do love a good set. And I am totally willing to do that with, like, a top and a bottom. You know, like, I'm not, like, really afraid to play with patterns and, like, mixing and matching them. I freaking love that. That Yeah. (laughs) What patterns do you like to mix? You know... There's not, like, a specific one I typically go for, but I, and, like, I've had some people say, like, oh, I don't like this, and, like, it's kind of 50-50 when I hear other people talking about it, but I do like to mix, like, floral with something. Like, I've done floral with stripes, or, like, floral with, like, um, not polka dots, but, like, something kind of similar to that. So, like, Mm -hmm. I've kind of played around with it, and it's, I feel like I've actually executed it well. Like, it didn't look messy. It didn't look like I grabbed two completely different outfits and I had to run out the door. Like, it looked put together. (laughs) So, like, that's something I've kind of gone for. Or I do, like, one, like, horizontal with a vertical stripe. Like, I've tried that before, too, and it's kind of interesting. I don't know. No, yeah, that's fun. I do, like, I do, I do like seeing that. I find, I find pattern mixing really pleasing when done right. It's, like, Mm -hmm. it's just, like, nice to look at. Yeah, or something, too, is, like, if you can find, typically what I do is find one color in one pattern, and then, like, even if it's just a small part of the other pattern that has that color, then it's, like, something's tying it together as well. Yeah. Like, it's not completely, like, you have a yellow floral and white pattern, and then you have, like, black and green, which, like, that could be executed, but, like, it doesn't necessarily go together. Like, you have to find something in common, whether it's, like, texture or material or like something yeah it's just yeah it's it can be really difficult because like yeah. you know you sometimes you look in your closet and you're like oh that would look cool with that but like that piece in your mind doesn't even like exist in real life which is just like <laughs> yeah it's stressful it's like, please yeah <laughs> yeah it's so hard and like like I said I used to be afraid to experiment and like you don't even have to like ex- experiment outside the house wear it around the house for the day look at it in the mirror like 40 times when you're passing by or going to the bathroom whatever and see how you feel in it like do you like it do you feel comfortable do you want to like layer it do you want to accessorize it and put it together do you want to throw a jacket on like don't be afraid to experiment even if it's like just within your own home because then you can really tell if you like it not even having other people comment on it like it's just for yourself facts i love playing dress up it's so fun <laughs> yeah i've been doing it with like my friends like it's just like i just like i love doing it it's like okay slay I would and sometimes love to do it's... A... oh sorry go ahead no and you go ahead 
I was gonna say I would love to do a day with like my friends where I just throw like 10 of my most worn or like not worn pieces onto my bed and then just have them play with it and see what they make of it like just even on themselves and like kind of swap and just see what they come up with because you might like not even think of it and then it's something that you want to try or something they want to borrow like don't be afraid to let your friends borrow your clothes like I don't know I feel like that'd be kind of fun because like you have two completely different minds so you might be surprised what they come up with and something could be like your new staple yeah I definitely think having like fresh eyes on an outfit of mine is like so helpful like it's just like like sometimes I just have to like I almost like will like literally walk away from my mirror and then walk back to my mirror like five minutes later kind of like what you were saying like where the outfit outside the house like Mm -hmm. it's like or not outside the house in the house Mm -hmm. like it just is like very it can be very helpful to kind of figure out like do I even feel comfortable in this in the first place and like would I actually like want to do it but yeah yeah I do that with cardigans a lot like when I like I said I love my bodysuit so like when I have like a bodysuit and then pants and then I'm like I don't know what I want to do with this I typically try to layer that and then try like different cardigan colors and then I kind of put it on wear it around and see like what I'm feeling for the day so like not even like just bold experimenting just like little things you can take baby steps with it too like don't be afraid yeah it's just like fun I mean fashion just should be fun I feel like that's like the idea and I feel like that's what we always come back to this (laughs) fashion is fun fun. it's fun and you should be yourself and you do all the things but like okay we do sound like a broken record but like it's true and I mean (laughs) it even ties back to like what we're saying like sure New York and LA are their own two separate places but they also have a lot in common and they also you know share you know very similar like histories and like different I don't know, just, like, kind of, like, different things that kind of, like, I don't know, make them their own, you know, they both have their unique things that are happening, and they have their things that are different, and they're both good in their own way. For sure. So, from what you've been seeing, whether it's, like, on the runway or on TikTok, I said on so loud, I, like, really emphasize that, Um, whether it's, like, on the runway or on Instagram or on TikTok or just that you've been seeing, what's something new or like something that's like reoccurring like an, like another trend that's coming back around that you want to like execute soon or like something you haven't tried or you, like what are you thinking um i don't know if i have something that like i'm like dying to try myself necessarily but i have really liked kind of the resurgence of feathers um oh my in- gosh yes in like in this is both like on the runway like christian cowan did it and i've also seen it for this, I found this brand recently called, you might have seen this, Sydney, like, Rezek Studios. Yes. I have no idea saying that right. It's like, I no, wait, I sent you something by them, like, oh, forever ago. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so they do, like, kind of, like, they have, like, a very, like, exact, like, kind of, like, brand formula. It's, like, these silk sets or dresses, and then they're, like, dual tones, and then they have, like, feather accents or no feather accents, but they're, either way, I mean, all their stuff is so freaking cute. I'm just obsessed. And I think that it's kind of would be fun if it became some, feathers became something that would be more, like, normalized but maybe not day-to-day wear but for like kind of like concert wear going out wear I'm sure I mean it already kind of has been for going out wear but I still feel like it looks a little costumey I Mm -hmm. kind of want to see it like become something that becomes toned down to the point where it just becomes normalized kind of like I definitely think it's boots. I've been seeing it a lot more like on and off the runway 
And something, too, I love that I've been seeing is, like, they're slip dresses, like, satin slip dresses, and but they're strapless, and they have the feathers at the top, like, where your, like, shoulders are. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I'm obsessed with those. Like, oh, they're so cute. And I love them in, like, literally every color. It's just so cute. Like, that's something I would totally wear for, like, out on the town kind of wear. Like, you know, that'd be so cute. Especially with, like, layering, too. Like, I feel like that'd be so fun to experiment with, like, different types of, like, jackets or sweaters or whatever. Like, there's a lot you could do with it. Definitely. I love, like, the, um, like, the tank tops that have it kind of, like, accented right on the chest. Like, I feel like it's, like, very fun in 2000s and then... Yeah, I feel like when you could like easily kind of almost like tame it down with some like more traditional professional looking wear like a button up and you know you could even do like a button up underneath it like it would be kind of like some interesting layering there and then with some like workwear pants or something it could be really cute now I have an outfit idea and now I really want to (laughs) to do that because that sounds fun (laughs) do you think feathers in the hair will ever come back oh gosh I mean you know, like I'm that two thousands like colored I, yeah. commercial feather. I mean, I don't know. Okay, maybe not feathers in the hair like that, but feathers in the hair <laughs> like with like almost like almost like a scrunchie, like, a like oh yeah, or a scrunchie that like wrap around your ponytail, so it has like a little extra like poof to it. That would be kind of oh. fun. I think that I- would be, but I'd be worried about fuzz like in my hair. Yeah, it would have to be something that's kind of like, maybe it could be something that's like, this. that's terrible for the environment, but it's like plastic. So like it's like made from plastic, so that way it has like a kind of like stems on it, so that way it doesn't like flake. Unless you like were to like pull heavily on it or something. I don't know, someone's probably done that before. And it probably (laughs) like faded in and out with an instant. Yeah, I'm interested to see too, because I feel like there's certain hairstyles that go in and out. Like we saw the... um. The bubble braid was here for a bit. Like, I haven't been seeing that much lately of it. So, like, I'm interested to see if there's, like, any other, like... I don't know. We see the claw clip for sure. But I want to know what else is going to be coming in for spring. I feel like hair down is coming... Like, it was, like, blowout for a while. But I feel like I'm seeing, like, straightened hair is kind of coming back, too. Just, like, super, super straight hair. I've been seeing a lot of, like, kind of, like, slicked back hair where Mm -hmm. it's um slick in the front with a lot of volume in the back which is kind of very reminiscent of like the 60s and also kind also kind of like the 2000s I feel like like with some influence from like I'm trying to oh gosh names are escaping me today yeah I like it's kind of like the Bella Hadid hair with like the zigzag um part and then oh yeah he's got it like either put back into a ponytail or just like teased up really high and I feel like that's kind of coming back in its own way, which I think is kind of interesting because it's a more inclusive hairstyle in a lot of ways because I feel like it, I don't know. I feel like anyone can do it with any length of hair, which I think is kind of cool. For sure. Yeah. I think too, um, oh, I don't even know what I was going to say, but yeah. I, what are you thinking for shoes this season too? What are you thinking? Oh gosh. For spring? Yeah. Like Last summer, we saw a lot of, like, color blocking with heels and that kind of thing and, like, chunky shoes. Do you think that's going to come around again or do you think it's going to be more minimalist with the shoes? 
I feel like for summer in particular, I feel like kitten heels with like midi dresses is going to be like the uniform, very like 90s and kind of just like casual with like a little bit of like, um, oh, I'm, you know, I'm dressed up, that sort of thing with a lot of influence from like sex in the city and that sort of thing. Mm. Seen a lot of candy colored heels for sure. Yes. Like on that sort of thing. Oh my gosh, Karina, did you ever, (laughs) when you were little, did you ever have like the Disney princess heels? Yes, I know exactly okay, what you're talking that's about. That's literally what all these kitten heels are reminding me of. I'm like, D- I oh, I had so many pairs of those. <laughs> they're those so favorite. They're so fun. I don't know. Something about them. Something about them is just great. But we were also we were talking about cowboy boots earlier, and I don't know. I could kind of see that as a thing, but I don't. I don't feel like it's super practical where you, depending on where you are for summer. No. So it's kind no. of just. It's just hard to say. They're so. Like, if you think you have pain walking in docks, though, please don't try cowboy boots. I'm just telling you now, you are not going to have a fun time all day in cowboy boots. Like, wear them if you're going out to dinner or you're making a quick run somewhere, but don't walk around in them all day. Like, as cute as they are with an outfit, just beware. Like, they, if you think docks are uncomfortable, you're probably not going to survive in cowboy boots. Yeah, I... Yeah, I think... For summer, I think my pick would be a platform strappy sandal. Yep, same. It's just like, it's classic, comfortable, no fuss, real- realistically, if depending on what, you, what you're into. If it's super platform, then maybe it's a little bit much, but you know. But that's just my two cents. I really like the kind of 90s type look, and I think that'll be, I'm hoping that'll kind of continue into the summer. And if it doesn't, I'm still probably going to wear it. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely do want to, or I do want a pair of, um, like the pastel chunky mules. I want mm-hmm. some of those, like maybe some baby blue ones or like a lavender could be really cute. I don't know. Just something very light, but could go with like any kind of outfit. Just be like my little statement piece. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I think there's just so much to be talked about with like you know the onset of like you know new trends and that sort of thing and you know we can like it's almost hard because we can predict all we want and be like well we want this to stick and well we want this to go and i don't know like most likely it won't happen but it's nice to think about one day we will be predicting the future i think we will i think we will be trendsetters we'll be trend predictors for lifers oh my god okay well, I don't know. I think that kind of concludes this episode of Retail Therapist. Yes. What do you think? Anything I yeah, I'm so excited for the next episode too. We have a lot we're thinking of and that we're planning on, especially as we're shifting seasons. Like there is so much to talk about. Yes, I am just excited to dive into all of it. So yes. thank you for listening, y'all. So thankful to each and every one of you. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Retail Therapist Podcast. Yes. And yeah. Have all a right, fabulous bye. week. Bye. Mwah.